If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Support for today's show comes from Beautifully Broken. Beautifully Broken is the real life testimony of three broken families across the world whose faith and love help each other heal and of a sisterly bond between two girls who'd never met but changed each other's lives. Available right now on demand or on DVD at Amazon and Walmart. Hey friends and welcome to episode number 225. This is officially the last episode of the year, which is crazy that another year has gone by, which every time I say that, I feel like an old lady, but it is true. It feels like time goes so fast right now. Okay, I have a really fun guest today. Everybody welcome my number one fan, Aaron Ivey. Woohoo! Hey. Welcome to the show, babe. I don't know how I keep getting asked to be on here. I'm so honored. Well, you're one of my favorite guests to have. I'm gonna, I keep thinking there's a day gonna come though where you're like, ooh, I already had him on. No, if you've never listened to a show with Aaron and I, you need to go back there, a lot of fun. But first, I want to tell them some exciting news. Uh, We are launching something called Patreon. You may have heard of Patreon. In fact, I was on a, what is the little bus that when you park your car at the airport and then you're going to the airport? The shuttle. The shuttle. I was on the shuttle bus and someone asked what I do. And I said, I'm a podcaster. And they said, are you on Patreon? And I said, not yet, but everybody's will be. So Patreon is a membership platform that provides business tools for creators to run a subscription content service as well as ways for artists to build relationships and provide exclusive experiences to their subscribers, or I think they call them their patrons. So we're- What does that mean, Jamie? I know, that was big words. We're starting one of those and we're starting it in 2019. The best part about Patreon is that we get to connect with you, the listener, on so many other ways. That's why we're doing this. I know lots of podcasters that have done this and I've been watching them and seeing, is it worth it? And here's what they say. Connecting with their listeners is what makes it worth it. That's pretty cool. I like that. So here's what it is. Being a being a, a part of our Patreon is going to give you access to monthly topic-focused series. Like, what are some topic focuses we could do, Aaron? Like, um, okay, but marriage. To, marriage. But here's the cool thing about being a part of our Patreon is that you can give us your ideas. So if you come up with a topic, we'll we'll talk about it. Huh. So we're going to do some focus series. Like, you know how last year I did the If You Only Knew miniseries? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. So we might do like a murder mystery. You know, I'm not so much that. Like, there are a lot of podcasts that do that really well. Like, go listen to Up and Vanish. You'll be or great. We could do like a daily news recap. That, they already do that over on The Daily. Oh, oh it's called The Daily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we could do like a fictional kind of thing where people disappear from a city. That's maybe it's Lime called Town? Town. No, it's people already yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. We need a new idea. Yeah. Anyhow, we're going to do some monthly topic-focused series. There's two levels, but here's one of the things that's going to be really cool that you're going to get. A monthly... Late night with the Ivies. Yeah, like in person? No, but doesn't that sound like Big Brother? Yes. 
Do you remember the show Big Brother? I do. Wasn't there like 25 seasons? Probably. But if you were a Showtime subscriber, which we never were, so I never could see this, they had oh, yeah. 24 L- hours a day campers. Or after hours. Yeah. Uh, Big Brother after hours, I think. That's after dark. After shady. dark. That sounds shady. So we could Ours call... Ours is not going to be shady, though. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. There's no cameras, and it's not shady. And we're, we don't do shady No, we're we are up top. We're above... We are good citizens. Reproach. We are kingdom-minded people. Mm. <laughs> so two levels. This The top level gets you the Jamie and Ivy after dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's called the super hype level? Yeah, something like that. Or the, the after dark. It's like dark. the VIP guest level. Oh. I know. Who wouldn't want that? So you get to, like, again, it's an interactive broadcast. So you can ask us questions. We'll, and then if you're not there, like, say, like, you're busy during that time, which is <laughs> like happen, we'll release it and you can listen to it as well. So, so we're you, also- wait, you have to listen live? You can listen live. Wow. Or you can listen later. But if you're live, you get to interact. Have you got this on my calendar? We're working on it. Okay. Hmm. So another thing that you're going to get is an extra um, show, an extra like 30 minute conversation with me and my friends. That's cool. It's going to be great. Yeah. You're, you're just going to, you're going to get early access to events. It's Listen, it's so fun. We want to give wait, you- Early access to events. So when you do a happy hour live, the people who are the super hype level of Patreon get to buy the tickets first. Exactly. You just kind of blaze past that. That's huge. I know it is. There's a limited number of tickets that are early, but yes- you will get access to tickets early. That's which why is great. it's called the super hype level. Yeah, super hype. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. My favorite thing about this is connecting with you as a listener. So it's going to be great. Okay, well, I wrote down some few things that happened in 2018. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, I mean, the craziest thing that happened is I launched a book. You launched a very good book too. Uh, we launched... If you, Wait, when was the date that that came January out? January 30th of 2018. Wow. Yeah. Which I should tell everybody, this is the first time I've told you, we're actually having a happy birthday if you only knew party. So I love throwing parties. Actually, that's such a lie because I don't love throwing parties because we don't give our kids birthday parties. I mean, we're just like, hey, bring some friends over. You love having people over. I love having people over. Yeah. I love gathering. I love parties. So we're having a birthday party for if you only knew in Austin. Tickets are going to be super cheap. Don't think like, you got to like sell your diamond ring or anything. These are super cheap tickets. Would somebody actually sell their diamond ring to come? I to hope something? not. Golly. Surely not. Maybe they you like got a divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing that happened in 2018. You started speaking like figuratively. It's awesome. Well done. <laughs> I did not. We're having a birthday party for if you only knew. Downtown Austin. Super cool Downtown venue. Downtown Austin. Very super fun. cool venue. Uh, the party's on January 20th. Tickets go on sale January 1st, right on the corner. It's going to be awesome. Look at jamieivy.com. That's but, another thing. We have a new webpage. Um, that's new for 2018. That's actually new for December. That's new for December. Jen Jet, which she she's, did a great job. She did a it killer job. Awesome. She's been on the show before. She's amazing. She redid my webpage. It's awesome. Is so it still jamieivy.com or did you go with jamieandarenivy.com? It's just jamieivy.com. Oh. I know. I was hoping that I would make it into the website. I actually was perusing uh, the website and I noticed that I'm not really. Uh, present. There's a picture of you on the front page with me and you. I want to make, like, you know, it's an about section or info section. It doesn't have an an info section for me. Okay. Well, you have AaronIvy.com. Oh, that's true. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So my book launched. That is crazy. It was huge. So many people have engaged with that book and loved it. It's been a fun, fun ride. In fact, right after it launched, we did a book tour, which my friend Amanda, who also works with me, went with me on. And that was one of the most fun things I did all year, was traveling with Amanda on that book tour. And I went with you to one of those. You did. Atlanta. You came to Atlanta. And it was awesome. It was fun. It was fun. And we um, 
Went to Shelley and Louis Church, mm-hmm. Passion City. Passion City? Passion City Church. Which was great. It was awesome. It was so good. Yeah, so book tour, book, huge thing. That was a monumental thing, not just for 2018, but for your life. You've been dreaming about a book for a long time. I know. So if you haven't read it, well, you tell them they should. I can't tell them. You should definitely read it. It is incredible. Or if you'd listen to it, it's actually my voice. Oh, on the on the uh, ChristianAudioBook.com? Yeah. Yes. On the Audible right there. Uh, okay, so we launched the book. I didn't count your number of times that you travel because this is my show and not yours. Do you have a number? I do. How many times did you travel? Uh, 20 different events. Wow, that's a lot. It's more than I've ever done. I mean, <laughs> we, both, it we both felt like that. Two a month. And I did like one in the summer. So how many days did you travel? Do you know that number? Like how many days you were not home? No, that would be interesting. Or how many nights you were in another, you were in a hotel bed? Oh, I don't want to know. So let's talk about that because I just had coffee with someone um, this week, the week we're recording this, and I get this question a lot. And I don't know if you get this question a lot. Okay. People say to me all the time, how do you guys do it? You both have careers. You both travel. You have four kids. You guys are always hosting things at your house. It seems like you're always doing stuff. How do you do it all? How do we do it all? I think we're asking ourselves that question too. Yeah, but I had some answers. Do you have some answers? I mean, we don't do it all, all the time. That's good. We have downtime. So, uh, you know, this week is pretty low key. We have a couple Christmas parties here at our house. But then next week, I don't think that we have much planned at all. And the following week, nothing. And the following week, nothing. So we do have these kind of like peaks and valleys. We have these really, really busy, intense Like October was October was crazy. crazy. Yep. But then like June or July are always really, really down. So we just kind of... yeah gotten accustomed to doing a lot, but not doing a lot all the time. Yeah. Like in the summers, I don't work that much. Right. That's true. Because the kids are home and I learned that the hard way that I actually want to be with my kids. I mean, obviously. Yep. Uh, But you know what I told her? I said that we make our yeses count. We say no a lot. We do say no a lot. You say no a lot to events and to things. I say no. I'm, I say no more now than I've ever said no. Yeah. And we say no even like, not even to like events that would be part of our job that could be good things. But I don't know if you remember this, but in 2018, we said no to Justin Timberlake tickets. That was hard. That was really we, we hard. We didn't just say no to tickets. We said yes to tickets. And then the night of when we were about to get in our car and go drive to see JT. One of our, both of our biggest musical- Man crushes. Man crushes, yeah. I mean, yeah, biggest musical. <laughs> I thought you were going with man crush. Uh, on, like right before we got in the car, we were like, dang it, we have not been with our kids in like 17 days in a row. Not really that many, but it was, we just thought we need to be with our kids. And neither one of us regretted the decision on that night. It was the best thing. Looking back now, man, I wish I would have seen JT in concert uh, this yeah. year. yeah. Exactly. And we had super hype level I know. Patreon tickets. Patreon tickets. <laughs> we would have but been dining with him, eating with right. him, hanging out with them. Late night with JT and Jess. Golly, he'd give us swag from his new <laughs> Levi's collection. Speaking of, I got book. you that new Levi's jacket for your birthday. I know. You love that, didn't you? I love it. It's awesome. So it's that's like camo on the outside. Mm-hmm. What's that, that the material on the inside like called? Like Sherpa kind of, yeah. Well, it looks, you open it up, it looks like the like the Like you opened a lamb. A yeah. Hey. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, that's what I told her is that we say no a lot. Right. We say no a whole lot. Um, and we make our yeses count. Yeah, that's good. What, and else, what else do we do? Um, I feel like we... I also told her this. I said, here's the thing also. Uh, you have a phenomenal team around you. 
and I have a phenomenal team around me. So I said, I was like, the reason I, I can have coffee with you now and talk about this because I have someone on my team that's helping me with this or whatever. And so yeah, that's right. there's just, no one's doing it all. Right. Yeah. Okay, so 20 speaking engagements. We were both at the MLK 50 conference. Which was incredible. Which was incredible. That was really, really great. Um, I did something, I just wrote down a few that were kind of memorable for me. I spoke at the University of Mobile, which is a college in yep. Mobile, Alabama. I'm that's saying, right. I yep. And it was my very first college event to do. And what did I tell you when I came home? You said you wanted to do more college events. Yes. I loved the college kids. I love it. The college kids. It's so great. I'm doing something with our church with college kids in a couple months. Get but out of yeah, here. I know. What I'm are you so, doing? Speaking with some college girls. That's awesome. I know Val and I. So it'd be great fun. The ERLC conference. The one that we did together? Yes. That was fun. You were leading that worship. That was the first uh 2018 is the first time we've ever done an event together. Like spoke, led worship. Because usually I'm speaking and you're leading worship. No, that's never happened. <laughs> um, but no, it was the first one that was really special. Usually we're doing different things, but we were both invited to be a part of this. Aaron and his band were leading worship and I had a main stage talk and I was super nervous, but I'll never forget this. I'm gonna try not to cry because it was really sweet. The way that the stage was set up was that before you walked out on stage as a speaker, you were kind of standing behind the screen, mm -hmm. but you you could see the audience and you could see the band, but it's not like they could see you. Does that make sense? Right. So I'm standing there and I think that you had said y'all are only doing one song. So I'm like ready to go in the middle of that first song. And I'm so nervous. I'm just so- You were, yeah, I you was were really so, nervous. And I don't get that nervous normally. I was so, I was extra nervous. And I was standing back there and y'all did another song. Oh, we did two instead of one. Yes. And so I'm standing back there, but I, all of a sudden I like quit being nervous and I start like worshiping Jesus. And so it helped me so much. And then when you walked off the stage, you like gave me a little fist bump. I did give you a fist bump. <laughs> and then yeah. I went out there and did my thing. Well, I thought like giving you a hug would be cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Like it just would have been cheesy. Yeah. And then like actually like kissing you would have been really weird. <laughs> right. On stage. Yeah. In the back corner of the stage. It would have felt kind of shady. Yeah. It, it would have felt shady. Yeah. So the only thing, I, I didn't want to do a handshake. That's weird. That, no, we're not Super like- Super weird. Yeah, so a fist bump. I just went with a fist bump. <laughs> this is kind of goofy. It didn't bother me. I'm, or I could have given you a nod. What up? What What's up, up bro? What's up, bro? I was trying to think when you said kiss you, I was trying to think if we've ever kissed backstage anywhere like secretive. Hmm. I can't think of anything. I don't think that's not a we very- We should talk like, about that at late night with the Ivies. Oh, after hours. <laughs> After, after hours, dark. after dark with the Ivies. This is so bad. It's that name is just, it'll make anything sound creepy. Where no one's ever going to come ask us to speak or lead worship. Never again. Okay. Also, not only did I have, oh, on TV, Home and Family Home on the and Hallmark Family. Channel. Yes. Yeah. So we, that I was, was a at, cool experience. That was really cool. Out in LA, you and I got to spend some couple, a couple days there just hanging out, which was always fun for us. But I got to do that TV show. Yep. It was my first TV show. Uh, yeah, and it was a huge one. It was ha huge. Hallmark Channel is not a small channel. No, no. It's not local TV. It was so much fun. I'm still waiting for them to call to see if they want. I, I thought it would be like a monthly guest type thing, mm, like you a were segment. co-host. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, someone had to go on vacation, I right. can easily get to LA, but Do they haven't Maybe called. they don't have your email address. I know. Dang it. We also ate at one of the best restaurants we've ever had. Oh, yeah. I'll tell them that. It was David Chang's restaurant. Oh. You have to tell them because I don't think my normal listener would know who that is. I don't. I didn't. Um, he has a TV show on Netflix called Ugly Delicious. He has several restaurants. 
like in every major city in the world, like New York and Sydney, Australia, called Momofuku, which is a noodle bar. Oh. And then the one we went to is called Major Domo. It's his new restaurant in LA. And it was phenomenal, wasn't it? It was phenomenal. And our, we went with our friends, Riley and Chelsea. And didn't you have to get on the wait list like months it's ahead? It's a six-month wait list. Yeah, I had a friend that lives in LA text me. She's like, I'm so jealous. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. And I met Dave. Oh, yeah, you did. The The guy was out there. Yes. You went up and said hi to him. I went to, yep. I'm sure that happens to him all the time. He's like, whatever. Mm, he didn't, we, we didn't ask for a picture, but I did get a picture of you talking to him from behind. I could tell the vibe in meeting him was he didn't want to take a picture with me. Yeah. You know, you can read that. Yeah. I misread that one time. Yeah. Tell us that story. Well, one time I, I wanted to take a picture with uh, an artist that I'm a You're not gonna tell super her, big fan of. Her no, name? I'm not going to tell her name. Wow. Protect the innocent. But she's very, very famous, great um, musician, great songwriter. She's one of my favorite songwriters ever. Uh-huh. And I saw her in an airport. Is this like, Winona Judd? It's not Winona Judd. I'm a big fan of Winona Judd and I had a big crush on her all through high school. I used to ride the riding lawnmower with my Walkman CD player in my lap. And do you remember CD players? Oh yeah, wouldn't it not skip on the lawnmower? The entire time. But I would just be on my lawnmower for hours listening to Winona Judd, thinking about the day that I would like get to date her, maybe marry her, definitely have a Patreon show called Winona and Aaron After Dark. Okay, back to the story about the musical artist that, Turned you down. Oh, yeah. So I walked up to this this At the this airport person, or where? At the airport uh-huh. baggage claim. In Austin, Texas? Yep. And I was super, I'm giving all kinds of clues. I mean, she's a, she's a great artist here in Austin, Texas. Okay. I walk up to her and I was super kind, but not weird at all. I was like, hey, I just wanted you to know I'm a really big fan of your music. You are an incredible songwriter. And I just want to say thanks for all the, all the hard work that you do as a songwriter. And she looked at me and said, thank you. That's very kind of you. And then I said, hey, can I get a selfie with you? And without thinking, she said, no, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do that at all. And then turned around and walked off. I felt like I was totally shot down. It was kind of embarrassing. Do you still like her as a musician? No, I, I, I burned all of her MP3s. I'm being serious. Yes, of yeah. course. Maybe she was having a bad night. That's, what, I'm, that's was, what I was going to say. Maybe she was tired. Maybe she... Her, maybe her best friend. She just came home from her best friend's funeral. Wow. No, I mean, I'm being serious. What if something awful happened yeah, that, that day? Uh, Enneagram 6 would think that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she came home from her grandma's funeral. I mean, I don't know. Something bad have happened. Yes. Or she sh- she could have just not liked pictures. Yeah, that's true. Or selfies. Some people are like, I don't look good in selfies. Wrong I mean, angle. I think I don't mind selfies, but some people don't like them. Why would a person not like a selfie? I don't know. Maybe they think it's too close to their face or something. Well, I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Whatever. Let people be people. Let people be people. All right, what- you guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. 
Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. What's up in 2018? Okay, so also in 2018, you went to Australia and got the shingles. Oh my gosh. I for, that, I cannot believe that was in 2018. That's l- less than a year ago. I was on an airplane flying home from Australia, which side note, the longest flight in the entire world is the flight that I was on. 17 hours long. That's so crazy. And I had shingles. I like and to call I was it, miserable. I like to call it the shingles. I think it's just called shingles. Okay. Like the Walmart. It was the worst sickness I've ever had. And you were all I've alone. I've had a kidney I stone. I've had emergency appendectomy surgery. I've never, ever been sick like having shingles. It was the worst. And you didn't have a lot of empathy or compassion. Well, that's not really true. But you were gone for like 14 days. No, but I don't think you knew how painful it was. And you're not a really like... Don't even. Sick people. You're kind of like, dude, get over it. I mean... Also, all of my female listeners, I don't want to throw you under the bus, Aaron, because I know you were in a lot of pain. And I know that the shingles- I know exactly what you're going to say because I've heard you say this to your girlfriends before. It's very painful. But a lot of my friends have said- This is bull. That when our husbands get like an allergy attack, it's like they are in bed dying with the flu. So- That is such a stereotype. What's the opposite of misogyny? (laughs) I don't know. Oh, you don't? You know, when like <laughs> males speak down to females, it's, it's that's misogyny, uh-huh. right? Yeah. What's it called when females do that to males? I'm not speaking down. I'm just saying. No, you and all your girlfriends and your <laughs> listeners right now who are nodding their hands going, yeah, my husband does that. Right now, there's that a couple not- listening in the car on their way home from their parents' house for Christmas. Yes. And she's like, oh my gosh, this is totally you. It is not. It's not true. That's not a fair assessment. But I do know the shingles put you down. It's just shingles. <laughs> not the shingles. Uh, it put me down big time. Yeah. I went to the doctor when I finally got back to America and the doctor said, that is the worst case of shingles I've ever seen in my life. I was there. I heard that. Yes, I remember. Yeah. You, and, and they went on to say, you must be in a lot of pain. <laughs> how are you? How are you handling this? And I remember they looked at you and they were like, take extra care of him because this is really bad. And I said, yes. That didn't really happen. I know. But I do know you were, I mean, it was, it was rough because you were in bed even after you got home for so long. And, and that is hard because I was compassionate, but it, this is a real thing. Like it's hard when you're the sick one because you feel like you're like not helping or people are not helping you enough or whatever. True. And it's hard when you're the one that's well. I mean, you've been there. I've have been down on my back before. It's hard when you're the one well. Yeah. I always am thinking like, get up, just get up, just stop. <laughs> right? I can't get up I if know. my back is out. But it's hard when you're the one that's well because you don't have time to just sit there and like baby them. Like everyone still needs lunches and everyone still has to go to school and everyone still has practice, whatever. Yeah. The shingles. Uh, 2019 is when I need to get the the, the shingles vaccination. Yeah. Because I do not ever want to get that again. Mm -mm. Uh, We also went to Italy. 
We went to Italy for the very first time. Yeah. Which was unbelievably It was great. Awesome. We went with our literary agent, Jenny Burke, and she puts together this Tuscany Writers Retreat every other year. Okay. And she invited us. Um, it, was like, it was like 15 people total? Probably something like that. And um, we knew like... Zero. I knew one, Jenny, and... No, I knew two going in. I didn't know anybody. And that's usually my worst yeah. case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was incredible. Italy was incredible. We celebrated you, our anniversary there. We did. Yeah. In uh, Florence. Uh-huh. Florence, Italy. Yeah. We saw the statue of David. Yep. Michelangelo's David. Yep. We saw... Well, Florence, Italy was really amazing. Yeah. We ate pizza and bread and pasta every single day. Yes. At least two times a day. And the wine was great. The olive oil was great. The bread... I mean, everything was great. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Let's go back. We are going to go back. I know. We're going back this summer with some friends, so that's great. Uh, We went to the beach twice. We did two happy hour live events. We added two people to our happy hour staff. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. But I want to talk about our kids for a second. Okay. okay? Like our kids, sometimes you guys know who they are because of Instagram. And just so you know, if you see them on Instagram, it's because they said yes. And so- They do approve every post. You took one of our kids on his 13-year trip. So tell everybody what we do for that. So every time a kid turns 13, they get to go anywhere in the United States that American Airlines flies to. So we can use points. Uh, They pick the place. And uh, if they're a dude, they go with dad. If they are a girl, they go with mom. And then it's just a celebration of turning 13, becoming a man, becoming a woman. We did it at 13 and we're going to do it again at 18. And 18 is anywhere in the world with mom and dad. Yeah. We haven't really thought through how we're going to pay for that (laughs) yet. We're going to need to save up because we got kids every two years. And one of those was two kids. Yeah. Deacon turned 13 and Amos turned 13. Amos's trip was to LA, which Uh was awesome. And then Deacon, his is going to be in 2019. And he's going to go to Virginia. That's random. Like Virginia's for lovers. What are y'all doing in Virginia? Um, He wants to go to the tallest, fastest roller coaster in America. And it happens to be in Busch Gardens in Virginia. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's a really special thing. Um, we did that with Caden. You'll do that with Story when she turns 13. Is that when you have the sex talk with them? Uh, the sex talk happens way, 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 <laughs> way, way long ago. <laughs> That's true. The sex talk kind of always happens. It is true. I do have some friends, though, that they remember the moment that their dad took them camping, you know, when they were 17. Yeah. And had the sex talk with them. At 17? 16, 17. That's too late. Uh, and they were like, uh, Dad, first of all, this is super creepy. Second of all, I already know all this stuff. You're and, really the behind. And, yeah. Yep. It's too late, guys. Too late. But that was a great trip this summer. That's awesome. That was That's a great awesome. trip. Yep. You said the sex talk is always happening. What do you mean? Because mm. people do ask me like, oh my gosh. And I'll link to it because I link to it all the time. I always tell you guys the books that we use called uh, The Story of Me. I think that's what they're called. But these books that we the read sto- when they were the little. Story of Me. Yeah, when they were little. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, when do you have the talk about um, how to be have good character? Yeah, all well, the you time. don't have a talk about that. Yeah. When do you have the talk about how to you know handle generosity? You don't. You just always talk about it. So that's a part of parenting. Yeah. That's a core value of ours as parents is just like always talking about everything. So yeah, we started when they were super young, like super young. And, like the book started at age three. Right. And this is what I always tell parents. Here's here's the thing. It's not weird when they're three. Well, no, and it's not. And it's not, it's not like, like sex, like vagina, penis. It's not. Well, they you might say actually, that on your podcast. Everybody has one that's listening. That's true. <laughs> uh, and no, it is. They do say the words yeah. vagina and penis, but it's not like it doesn't talk about intercourse in those early books. It's age appropriate. Age appropriate for sure. Like the first book was 
a little piece of mom and a little piece of dad come together and that's how you were formed. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, if you're like thinking about taking your 16, 17 year old on a camping trip to explain that, you're way, way, way behind. You are way behind because they're, here's the thing is they're, someone's going to tell them about these things. It's yes. either going to be you or it's going to be their Yahoo friends. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first heard the word horny. Hmm. I was in fifth grade and his name was Cody. I won't say his last Cody. name. Cody. But Cody. Cody, I, Cody was a troublemaker, wasn't he? He was like one of those kids that's like really, really cool. I mean, he he said the word horny. I mean, come on. Which makes you cool. In what grade? Third? Fifth. Oh, fifth grade. That's story, Jay. So that story's great. Wow. Yeah. Horny. So I heard that. That's where I learned that word. Hmm. Horny from Cody. You've said that a lot in this <laughs> conversation. I hope we don't have to make this an explicit show, but oh, people probably have kids in the car. Well, listen, we just did the sex talk for you. There oh you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you so know kids, that my friend, Amy, her son found out about Santa Claus from one of my shows. Wait, found out that Santa Claus... Wow. We can't say, but found out something about Santa Claus. you spilled the beans on the tooth fairy? What else have you spilled the beans on? You've spilled the beans on the mystery of life, how life (laughs) is formed, uh, the mystery of Santa Claus, the tooth fairy. What else? The moon landing wasn't real? Listen, if you listen to the happy hour, it's at your own discretion. It's true. Okay, so yeah, talking with you kids about sex is very important. Ooh, you know you were talking about having like series that people will get on their Patreon hype level? Let me guess what you're going to say. Go. If you get it right, if you get it right, you get a prize. I have a prize behind my chair. What's the prize? It's, uh, I can't tell you. I have a mini series on conspiracy theories. Yes! We think just That's exactly what I think we should do. I'm not actually going to do that, but you and I can come on and have, we could do that on one of our late nights. Our favorite conspiracy theories, because we like conspiracy theories. It's not that we subscribe to them. I subscribe to most of them. Okay. But I don't. But I like to listen and read about them and things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like JFK, the moon landing, how Swiss cheese is made. Don't even bring up, you know what? George W. Bush. Don't even. 9-11? Not here. Okay. New show. Um, Now we know what the limits are for the happy hour. You can say horny. You can talk about sex, penis, vagina, but you cannot talk about George W. Bush conspiracy theories. Well, in a bad light. We're not going to talk about George well, Chevy in a bad there's light. There's no good or bad light with conspiracy theories. It's just well, true. Well, that one's really bad about him. So listen, don't talk about George that way. You know what? I'm going to change the subject because this interview was going really great until <laughs> we started talking about your other boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we talked about you taking um, Amos on his trip. I'm gonna tell, we're going to talk about the other kids for a second, but first I wanted to tell you about the people who made the show possible. So I want to thank our sponsors for today's show. Say hello to Lightbox, a new brand of laboratory-grown diamond jewelry. Never heard of lab-grown diamonds? Join the club. Here's what you need to know. They have the same chemical makeup as natural diamonds, but are made in a lab by scientists. Have you heard of this, Aaron? When you were talking, I was like, surely I'm misunderstanding. You say lab-grown diamonds? Yes. You grow a diamond in a lab? Yes, it's a pretty amazing process. By using a plasma reactor nearly as hot as the surface of the sun, a piece of diamond is bombarded with carbon atoms and grows. Incredible. After 400 to 500 hours, it's big enough to cut into a polished stone. What? Pretty cool if you consider. Diamonds from the earth took about 3 billion years to reach the surface. While natural diamonds are rare, Lightbox can make a lot of lab-grown ones. Meaning, here's the best part, you don't have to be a millionaire to afford one. Lightbox's lab-grown diamonds are just 200 a quarter carat, plus the cost of the setting. Their scientists have even figured out how to make pink and blue ones. Cool. I know. Pink and blue natural diamonds are so rare, 
You've probably never seen one before, but now you can own a lab-grown one or several. Check them out at lightboxjewelry.com slash happy hour. Here's the best thing about Grove. It lets you set the schedule and helps make sure you never run out of the products that you love. Grove is an e-commerce company that makes it easy to discover the best natural products to take care of your home and family and make sure that you never run out of your favorites. With their own safe, effective, and affordable Grove flagship products, as well as amazing brands like Mrs. Myers, Method, 7th Generation, Tom's, and Real Simple, Grove curates premium quality products that are natural, beautiful, and sustainable. Then, I tell you guys all the time, here's my favorite part. They deliver everything right to your door when you want it. Also, you guys, they've got free shipping and free returns. No questions asked. Aaron, what do I always say when our products from Grove show up at the door? You say yay, and then you start cleaning. I say yay. I may not start cleaning, but they're good to have. They're awesome. But they send us, well, they don't send us. We pick out what we want, and we pick out the day we want it and what we want it. We've gotten toothpaste from them. We've got cleaner from them. Sponges. Sponges. Dish uh, Lotion. I mean, we get so much from them. And my favorite thing about it is, number one, that their products are safe, effective, and affordable. The second thing that I love so much is that we can decide when we need more, and they show up at our doorstep. Truth. Sign up for Grove Collaborative at grove.co slash happy hour. And you're going to receive a $30 Mrs. Myers gift set for free with your order of $20 or more. That's grove.co, not grove.com, grove.co slash happy hour. Okay, back to our conversation, Aaron. Back okay, so we did Amos. Now, Caden, we can do an update on him. We sent a high school, we started high school this year. That's big in 2018. That was huge. And I... You're getting teary-eyed. I get teary-eyed every time I talk about it. Well, he's a cool high schooler too. Like a good kid. He's he really a good is. kid. He, we like him a lot. But I get teary-eyed because I just think when we started high school this year, I felt like all of a sudden, like within every interaction that we have with him, I feel like there's this like countdown clock going. Yep. And like, he reminds you of it to be a jerk too. To be a jerk, he does. He's like, I'm leaving you one day. Or he'll ask for something. Hey, can I have one of these? And we'll be like, no. And he'll be like, you realize that you only have four more years with me. Yeah. And he goes, and when I go to college, I'm I'm going to like California. What a jerk move. Right? Secretly, I, I hope he does go someplace amazing. Well, like, I think that he, I think he will be the kid that like goes. I hope he does. Like tra- like goes to the other side of the globe to go to school or something. Yeah. Like that, which would be awesome. We would be 100% supportive. I would cry and cry and cry. Uh, but starting a kid in high school has been uh, hard emotionally. It has, it's... He's, we've had a great experience with him, but it's been hard emotionally for me. Yep. My baby. Yep. That's big. Um, let's see. Amos went on his trip. Caden started high school. Deacon is in plays and acting and like that's killing crazy. It. Dancing, singing, acting. Like he wants to be an actor. I yeah. Can't, have I, you told your listeners what, what he's doing next? Like the headshots and all that we got? Oh yeah. To... I think I'm, I know. I don't think I have, but we're going to, cool. we're going to try acting and stuff. I mean, just locally in town and I'm, I'm like, here's what I feel we about it. We were really it. cautious about it for a very long time. Oh, and we met with this Hello, lady in August. Hello, lots of stories about child actors yeah. that didn't uh, make it very well. Yeah, we met with this lady in August. And let me tell you, it's December 26th. We still have not sent in the paperwork. So It's on the counter. Yeah, it's just we're so cautious. But he wants it, so we're going to see where it goes. And then our sweet story, last kid in elementary school. Yeah. I am not shedding one tear over that. Uh, no, elementary school needs to be behind us. It needs to be, be get behind me, Satan. No, get behind me, elementary, elementary school. school. Elementary school, honestly, is the worst. <laughs> 
I was actually scrolling through Twitter at a red light. Um, Surprise. You on, need to get off the Twitter. On the way home today. No, not Twitter. Instagram. Okay, I like Instagram. I was Instagram. scrolling through Instagram at a red light on the way home today. And a lot of my, a lot of my friends have kids that are in preschool. So oh, they're like, doing right those Christmas. Right now they're Christmas, doing those dumb Christmas. They're not dumb. It's a celebration of the birth of Jesus. No, I didn't say Christmas is dumb. Okay. But like preschoolers having a show where they sing Christmas carols, but they don't really. They just kind of stand there and It's and so and stuff. cute, babe. And then everybody has like paper plates and they have like kind of crappy food at the end. And yes. And then the kids make you like stuff that's uh-huh. like hand painted, and but it's not, you throw it away when you get home. Oh, I don't, like, but. You don't. Yeah. Uh, my point is, I don't know if preschool is worse or elementary school is worse because both were were, were really bad. I think preschool is fun because it's cute. Um, elementary school, now this is our fourth kid. So we did not feel this way about our first kid. Our first kid, we were like, and I was home yes. her mom once. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that. Uh, but this is our fourth kid to go through elementary school and we're just done with it. In fact, I- um, it's a, We've been doing elementary school for a long time. Though. I don't know if stories teachers listen to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> I do no. know that some of her- Friends, we moms do we're because so for you. I went to her school the other day, and one of her kids in her class looked at me. She goes, "My mom loves your show." Oh, I was no. like, "Oh, how sweet!" But I had a meeting with the stories teacher at the beginning of the year. I am like hundred percent honest with them, and I said this to them. I said, "Listen, my husband and I, we we are so for you. We love you. What, we're what, what do you need? You. We are. We will be supportive of you at home. Yep. You email us. What do you need? We are for you. And but I said to them, you will not see me up here at school <laughs> ever." And I I just can't. Like, it's not my gifting. I suck at it. Like, it's not my desire. It's just, I'm hope. not good at it. And I there know. are some moms that are so good at it that we need them. I'm yes. so happy to have those people. And it's awesome that they are. And neither one's better or worse. No. But I was straight up like, listen, I support you. I'm for you. You email me, I'm, I'm on it. I can't come to the school. Like I can't laminate and I can't, I can't do anything. No, cut out crafts. I can't. Bring homemade cookies. I can't. No, and no, Story no, is no. the best teachers and they they laughed. I think they're like, we get it. <sighs> yeah. So Story's in our last year of elementary school. She also did something really cool and brave this year. She sang the national anthem. In front of the entire elementary school. And middle not, school. Remember yeah, that? Not just like her class. No, the or entire her grade. elementary and middle school were packed into a gym. And she sang, it was a duet, her and another girl yep. sang, was it acapella? It was acapella. The national anthem. The national anthem. And they, and they did a really, really good job. They did a phenomenal job. You remember the girl, that, like they had one microphone they had to share and she kept kind of like hogging <laughs> the microphone. We were like stage parents. We, we, we want to be like, y'all share it. Put uh-huh. it in the middle. Uh-huh. We yeah. hear your story a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They did an awesome job though. They did such a great job. Yeah. It was fun. Um, we also had phenomenal guests this year on the happy hour. I mean, you had some phenomenal guests. Such, Who were some of your favorites? Mike and May started some of your highlights. Mike and May started the year last year. That was fun. She's just she's really smart with wisdom. Mike and May mean, from May Designs with business with May Designs. Yeah, so we started the year with her. Christine Kane was on the show, uh, which since she's on the show, I've spent more time with her, and I'm a really big fan of Christine Kane. Let's see who else was on the show. Some some great episodes that you guys loved. Holly Hayes was on the show. She has a phenomenal story. In fact, she moved into our neighborhood and serves with me on the jail team as well. Yep. So it's just fun. A lot of worlds colliding. Uh, we just had really, really... Suzanne Stabil. Suzanne Stabil. Oh my gosh. You said that was one of your favorites. It was one of my favorite episodes ever. Yep. And then I've been on her show twice. Right. And you and I are going to be on their show. You and show. I are going to do something with her in the spring when she's here in Austin with her husband and the Norsworthies and two more people. So... You said she's super nice too, right? She's super nice. I am a huge... Suzanne Stabile fan. I mean, cool. you know that I am. Yes. I am a huge fan of hers. Yeah. And I think she likes me too. Yeah, she must. Yeah. 
I know. So anyhow, that you, was fun. You, are, you had a lot of really, really great. I won't say who shows. it was, but um, I don't know if you know this. I won't say who it was because I just, I can't, I can't ever say who it was. Mm-mm. There was one time when I was in my office working in my tiny home, which we're in right now. I was in here working and there was a knock at the door. Oh my gosh. I remember you telling me about this. And when I do interviews in here, I like put jeans on, I put makeup on. Like I look like I'm right. going to work, right? And, and then side note before you keep going, we live in a neighborhood that's not really a neighborhood. It's out in the country. Yeah. So nobody stops by. Right. There, there, you don't just get a knock. I, when has anybody it's ever It's the only time anyone's ever on knocked on my door. Other than the male person. Yeah, yeah. Someone knocks on my door. I'm in lounge pants. Oh gosh. A t-shirt. Uh-huh. No makeup on. And as soon as the knock happened and I looked over my shoulder and I saw who it was, I may have said a curse word in my head because it Ooh. hit me. I'm interviewing this person today. Uh-oh. And I had totally forgotten about it. So I go to the door and I was like, oh my gosh, hey. How are you? Get in here. I'm Been so glad you're here. You. No, I did this. I lied. I have prayed and asked for forgiveness already. Uh-oh. I said, hey, I'm finishing up something real quick. Shut up. No, I promise. I'm finishing up something right real quick. I got to get my bra on and then you're welcome to come in. <laughs> oh my gosh. What if I did? Like I work over here sometimes straight yes. out of bed. So no, I was like, I'm finishing up something. I've got to just get this done real quick and then I'll come back and get you. You left her outside? Yes. You said, Hold, wait outside on the porch? And I'd have microphone set up? No. I, I was not prepared for this. So I come inside and I pull up information about her because I also do prep before interviews. Jamie. Oh my gosh set up microphones, get ready. And then she comes in and I promise you, if you've listened to every show this year, I guarantee you, you have no clue which one it was. So she doesn't know. No. Mm -mm. You know, all of your guests that any of them that are listening are going, holy crap, that's why she made me sit outside. I've only done it to one person. Only one person I've ever said, hold on, I'll be right back. What happened? How did you miss it? It was probably my, I don't know. I mean, as soon as I saw her face, I immediately knew, oh yeah, I'm supposed to interview her today. Hmm. So when you walk in the door of your office, there's a sign and it's really cool. It says the happy hour and, and then you put the guest's name Mm -hmm, on it, mm -hmm. right? You do that for every guest. I didn't have her name up there that day, obviously. It was just blank. Or maybe it was left over from the last person before her. Speaking of, right now it says (laughs) the happy hour and Rachel. I'm not Rachel. I know, but earlier today there was a Rachel in here getting interviewed for the happy hour. So I forgot to change it for you. It's like, you know, you give your people the the leash. I didn't feel like- feel that way. I didn't feel like changing it for there's you. There's nothing. There's no drinks. There's no <laughs> snacks. It's kind of cold in here. Half the lights are off. Are you trying to save some money? You'll survive. You'll survive. Um, so that was the craziest thing. What about guests for 2019? Do you have uh, well, any ta- that you're really like either trying to get or excited about having? Yeah. I mean, also in 2018, Mary Beth Chapman was really fun for me to interview. Yeah. I really respect her a lot. And when we lived in Nashville, her family and her extended family was a part of, you know, us. Yeah building our family through adoption. We received a grant for one of our adoptions through Shahanna's Hope. So yep. a lot of things. Um, but actually next week is one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Who? Lisa Turkhurst. Oh yeah. Lisa came to the studio and I interviewed her and it was one of the best interviews. I mean, I cannot wait for you to, to wow. hear it. She had a book that came out in the fall called It's Not Supposed to Be This Way. And it, it we had such a great time. That's and cool. I don't, I don't, I guess I can say, I don't care if I say this or not, but after it was over, I think I told you this. We finished recording and Lisa Turkers has been doing ministry for like 25 years. Yeah. Okay. She's written like 78,000 books, Bible studies. She runs a a huge organization, Proverbs 31. 
Like I look at her and go, man, I could learn so much from this woman, right? She's raised three, five kids. She's got all all the things, right? And so we finished interviewing. I was a little nervous because I mean, it's Lisa Turkhurst, but played it cool, right? We finished interviewing and we pushed our mics aside and she proceeds. She could have just, she had to go drive to Houston that day to speak. I mean, she was on the time schedule. schedule. She sat and like asked me questions and talked to me for probably 15 to 20 minutes. Really? Yes. Asking you questions. Yeah. And like asking me how, she told me she was reading my book, which I was like, that's cool. Really? I don't, I don't, I I shouldn't seem like a liar and there's no reason (laughs) to say I'm reading your book when you're not. Wow. Um, That's cool. But I really left her leaving here and just thought, it reminded me to always remember to take the time to pour into those people behind you. Yeah. You know, like to pour into the people who are a couple of years behind you. Yeah. Because it means so much to them because that conversation meant so much to me. In fact, I still remember what she said. One of the things she said to me is, she said, sometimes you might look around and think everyone's doing it better than you. And she's like, they're not doing it better than you. It's a good word. I know. That's really good. I almost started crying because I'm like, are you in my brain? Or she just knows that's what we might struggle with. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Was it weird that you made her sit on the porch? Like I right did not make in? Lisa sit on the porch. <laughs> I knew Lisa was coming. I knew she was coming. Uh, you know, so Lisa's coming up. We have we have some great guests in 2019. A lot of fun. Dream guests of mine are still, uh, Joanna Gaines would be so fun. Mm-hmm. You know, George W. Bush is always welcome yeah, to the happy wow. hour. And, uh, you know, you know, Jenna Bush is welcome Jenna to the happy Bush, hour. Yep. Laura Bush. Laura Bush. I don't know Barbara Bush that much, but. <laughs> Jamie, that's Jenna's sister's name. Oh my gosh! I thought you <laughs> thought I just said. I was like, Grandma babe, Barbara. She, she gone. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know George. Both the Bushes died last year. What a legacy they left for their family. Who else would be like super hype? Like Oprah? Would Oprah would be a maybe somebody on your list or uh, Michelle Obama would be awesome if Michelle Obama was on your podcast, would you make her come to this house? No, I would go anywhere Michelle Obama was. Okay. See, yeah. that's the question. Someone asked me today because I do all my interviews in person now. Yeah. But what if Michelle's like, I can give you 30 minutes over the phone. You say yes. Yes, you say yes. Lauren Daigle would be a, a Lauren cool one Daigle. We're trying to get her. Interview. Lauren Aiken. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Lauren, Lauren Aikens. We're trying to get her. Uh, Amanda Ramirez. Johnny Swim. Yeah. I want her on the show. That'd be cool. Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. We've been trying, we've been talking to her. She's probably going to come on in 2019. You've been talking to Elizabeth Hasselbeck? Uh-huh. No kidding. Yeah. That's I know. That's cool. Samantha Ponder, who's the ESPN. When you say you've been talking, like y'all text, hey girl, what you up to? Mm-hmm. Cool. Samantha Ponder, the ESPN. Yep. Um, Not analysis, but uh, like talk spoke, show. Spoke. She's like, it's like, yeah. a, it's like a Sunday, Sunday morning NFL countdown. Sam Ponder's coming on. Okay, so 2019, great guests coming up. Patreon is here, which is going to be fun. And Aaron Ivy is a part of it, which is a lot of fun. Yep. We have fun together. Uh, we're dreaming about something for 2019. What are we dreaming about? I mean, like, wait, so why many do you things. not know? I'm well, setting I don't know you which up. One you it was a softball. I gave you a softball. Babe, I could list five things right now that you and I are dreaming about for next year. We're releasing a cookbook. That's what I was softballing you. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we're also going to host a happy hour live in another country. We're dreaming about that. I know. You asked know. me, what are we dreaming we about? We are dreaming about doing an event. and We're dreaming um, about a YouTube show. We're dreaming. <laughs> Golly, we're dreamers over here. Yes. I know. We're dreaming about a book that we're writing together. That is true. One more and you did five. We're dreaming about... Um, Adding a kid to our family through adoption? Negative. <laughs> nope. We are not dreaming about that. What's the fifth one you're talking about? I don't know, but those are all things that we're dreaming about. It yeah. is true. It is yeah. true. 
But talk about the cookbook. That seems like the one that we're going to put our most focus on for 2019. We are we are doing a cookbook. We had a planning retreat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a planning retreat when we were in LA. We have an outline. We have all the chapters that we want. And we went through my Evernote where I have, what, 100 recipes? Yeah. That we're whittling down to the, the best 60 recipes. 60, that's a lot of recipes. A lot of recipes. It's going to be uh, like... Really great photographs, a lot of stories separated into different kinds of food, you know? So a lot of cookbooks, it'll be like, it's this is a cookbook for Thai food, or this is a cookbook for holiday parties. Um, this is going to be all genres of food, but it's going to be separated into, here's food that come in bowls. Here's food that comes in... That you serve that in. You eat with your hand. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I just had an idea. This is not a, a good place a for fifth? ideas places, but I just had an idea. What if we let people that are Patreon party people mm-hmm. come to you no know, okay. be cookbook tester recipe people? Ooh, Res- you know we've talked like about that. having recipe testers like regular people. Like that- we need like a hundred people to say, "Hey, I will test every recipe, every recipe, and give all you 60, honest feedback." And I'll give you, I'll go online and go to a Google form, and I'll give you feedback about the process if it was confusing and was it tasty. What if we only offer that to our Patreon party I like fans? That. I like that. Another thing for the super hype um, Patreon After Dark Club. What have you been calling that? <laughs> super hype? Okay. After Dark. Okay. Uh, it really can't be called After Dark. Can it? I mean, that'd be kind of funny. After Dark? With the IVs. No. That <laughs> implies one thing. Dirty things. But it's not. After, you want to call it After Dark with Jamie and Aaron Ivy? <laughs> Do you think that your employers would like that? <laughs> I don't know. Like a neon blinking logo. Right. Yeah. Super seedy. Can I, this is where I was going with okay. it. Okay. Um, Patreon, after the cookbook releases, those people get an invite to come here Ooh. to our house and taste like five of the things from the cookbook. And they get a free copy of the cookbook. That sounds fun. Limited to 50 people. Yeah. That sounds really Patreon fun. is looking real nice today. Patreon is looking nice. How does, just to go back to this, how do you sign up for Patreon? You're going to tell people this? Yeah, it's easy. You go to jamieivy.com slash Patreon. It's but already there? Yeah, there's a button on my podcast page. It's easy. You just go and Wait, then you sign up. You're saying right now people can do it. Right now people can do it. Well, why would you not? I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I am about to sign up for the podcast Patreon page. You know why? I thought you said Patreon starts January 1st. It starts right now, December 26th. Right now it's open. You can go do it. Cool. But I think you're charged on the first of every month. I love it. Go listen, do it right now. Listen, I hope that we're not giving confusing information, but that's what I've been told. Okay. Yeah. Lindsay, my assistant, is like spearheading this, but I think you can go right now and do it. If not, go January 1st. Come okay, on. It's just only, wait what, a few days. Four days five yeah. Days. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're going to do for the cookbook. So, cookbook, the someone we're dreaming about, it's going to happen. We have a name already. To the awesome after dark people. Yes. Okay. Ooh, what if the cookbook's called Cooking? After dark. After dark. <laughs> and it's like a different kind of all cookbook. the photos of people in their pajamas. That's a different kind of cookbook. That's in a different section at Barnes & Noble, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's only Barnes & Noble online. Okay. <laughs> uh, but right now we are in test kitchen stage. Like every time I cook now, I'm refining a recipe. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So the question that people might be wondering is, what am I doing for the cookbook? I'm wondering that also, <laughs> actually, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm your first tester, taste yep. tester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I drink wine while you cook. Mm-hmm. I provide camaraderie, conversation. Mm. Um, I chop things. No, you don't chop things. Every once in a while, you make me chop things. Jamie, 
in 2018 have you chopped one single thing in our kitchen? The other night when we, I was at the counter, you said, can you please chop this up? And then I think Story said, I'll do it. And I said, okay. And you didn't do it. Yeah, but I wash dishes. You, you are a, a great dishwasher. Yeah, and I give you like moral support. I give you hugs and kisses in between chopping, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah. It's far, it, we have a good system here. It's our book together. Okay, so that is something we're dreaming of 2019. We have our first happy hour live, which is in April, April 26th and 27th. Can you buy tickets? Tickets go on sale January 21st. Ooh. Uh, but if you are a Patreon After Dark subscriber. After Dark, <laughs> no. If you are a top tier on Patreon, you get to buy tickets early. That's cool. Unlimited amount. That's Do you know awesome. who the guests are for the next Happy Hour Live? I think the guests are Michelle Obama, me, and Ellen DeGeneres. It's like your dream come true. I do have a crush on all the people that I've mentioned. Okay, here we go. Happy Hour Live. Uh, the Friday night, April 26th, Catherine Lowe and Amy Hannon. Cool. Going to be such a fun night. Saturday night, April 27th, Andy Andrews and Jackie Hill Perry. Awesome. This will be great. great nights. Both great nights. Tickets go on sale at the end of January. Make sure you get it. It's the most fun thing we do all year. So I hope you can come to the If You Only Knew birthday party, party which is going to be fun. Fun, inexpensive, downtown Austin. Awesome. So much. It's just like, come come hang out with us. Um, happy Hour Live. Oh, I got to tell you this story real quick. One of my last speaking engagements was in Michigan. It's cold. It was cold. It was a great event. The people at that church were phenomenal. I mean, you know, you go to a place, some of them you leave and you're like, God, they weren't very kind or whatever. Mm-hmm. These people, so kind. I mean, I, I enjoyed myself so much. Anyhow, I'm standing there at the end signing books and this woman comes up to me and she goes, hey, I really enjoyed tonight. And I was like, thank you. She goes, I really enjoyed everything you had to say. I really like you, whatever. She's shaking my hand. So like right hand to right hand. Yeah. And she points to my ginormous tattoo and says, do you really think this is okay? No, she didn't. Yep. <laughs> I thought she was joking, Aaron. I thought she was joking. So I kind of did the- Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you serious? I swear. So I kind of giggled like, yeah, like that. And she goes, where in the Bible do you think that this is no, okay? No, Jamie, I promise. She's that in the line. Happen. There's a line behind her. And this is what, what? she's doing. And I said, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to say because I'm so caught off guard because I'm signing books and hugging necks. And then she's like pointing to my tattoo and she goes, well, if you would read Leviticus, you would see that what this What a is- crazy person. She said, if you would read Leviticus, you would see that this is not okay. Jamie, but I, you're kidding no, me. No, I promise. It went like this. If you would read Leviticus, you would see that this is not okay. I really enjoyed you tonight though. And she walked off. The crazy thing is I met so many women that night with tattoos. I mean, so it wasn't like I'm in like this very prim and proper like Southern town. That is bizarre. I know. I know. But have you given it thought? Because she's kind of right. <laughs> no, but I've been saving that story to tell you right now. That is unbelievable. I know, I know. Um, okay, Aaron, thank you for joining me. I seriously, I always mean that. Thanks for having me on your show. I it's love the it. best show. It is the best podcast. Thank you. Don't forget, you guys, that Grove lets you set the schedule and helps you make sure that you never run out of the products that you want and need and love. Grove is an e-commerce company that makes it easy to discover the best natural products to take care of your home and family and make sure you never run out. With their own safe, effective, and affordable Grove flagship products, as well as amazing brands like Mrs. Myers, Method, 7th Generation, Tom's, and Real Simple, Grove delivers premium quality products that are natural, beautiful, and sustainable. My favorite part, right to your door. Sign up for Grove Collaborative at grove.co slash happy hour. And you're going to receive a $30 Mrs. Myers gift set for free with your order of $20 or more. That's grove.co, not grove.com, 
grove.co slash happy hour. All right, y'all. Today's show was edited by Chris with Podshaper and the music was developed for the show by... Matthew Graham. Matt Graham. Next week, I already told you my guest is Lisa Turkhurst. Her book, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way, is available now. I highly recommend you get it for your end of the year reading. It was one of my favorite interviews ever. You guys, enjoy your week. Enjoy the last few days of 2018. Love your people. Thank them for being in your life. Do something kind for somebody. Share the show with a girlfriend. Have a happy hour with a friend. And join our Patreon. And join our Patreon. And we'll see you back here in 2019. 